0: big brother fans this is megan
1: and this is jason
0: and we are here to talk about the final episode of big brother 22 all-star season oh my goodness and we do have a lot to unpack as usual (laughs) um man i honestly before i start all of this i just have to comment and say i do believe this is one of the better finale episodes they've had it didn't seem it didn't seem rushed it didn't seem chaotic. It didn't seem like they were cutting people off or
2: mm-hmm.
0: making people say things quickly. I thought it was much more organized than what we usually see
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the in the live finale where there's a live audience and people just going on and on and not letting other people speak and all that kind of stuff. So, again, I thought this was probably one of the best finale episodes that I've seen in recent seasons for sure thus far Mm. so just wanted to say that good job (laughs) CBS I thought they did a really good job Mm. with this one so okay so man for everything that happened tonight it's so weird to back all the way up to the beginning (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy because at the very beginning, we see Enzo and Cody phasing off in part two of the head of of the head of a household competition. And this competition was called camera hogs. And if you watch the episode at all, it was, it was kind of an interesting game because it actually seemed harder than the endurance competition Mm -hmm. they had with the moon and bumping into the haunted house. Mm -hmm. I thought this competition was much more, um, difficult because they were asked a question and they grabbed the faces of the evicted house guests that belonged in the picture. And then there were these swinging pigs that they had to time just right. So they weren't in the picture and take a picture of them with the pigs or the pigs, not in the picture. And if the pig was in the picture, it was wrong and they had to do it all over again.
2: Uh So,
0: um, Enzo, man, Enzo really seemed to be struggling to find his rhythm with (laughs) the swinging pigs. Yeah. And on the last one, um, he thought it was only, he thought it was um, three evicted house guests.
1: No. He thought it was two.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You're correct. Okay. He thought it was two evicted house guests, but it was three. So he kept buzzing in and he kept getting it wrong. And he was getting really frustrated and really annoyed with himself. And then he fi- it finally dawned on him that it said three. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. Once he finally put it together, by then it was just way too little, way too late. Uh-huh. Um, and so then, of course, Cody, his strategy going into the final part of the head of household or not the final, um, part two of the head of household competition. His strategy was to swing the pigs um, in opposite directions so they would never be in mm-hmm. the center at the same time, which obviously was very smart. And just in the way they edited it, it looked like Cody just blew Enzo out of the water. Mm-hmm. And so then, of course, you know, Nicole's like, okay, it's time to reveal your times. Enzo, you had a time of 37 minutes and 38 seconds. And you were just like, oh, my God, (laughs) dude. Mm -hmm. And you could tell just Enzo was so embarrassed, so ashamed. Like, and I think we've all been there. Mm
2: -hmm. We've
0: all been there where we just felt like a complete moron. (laughs) And like, Mm -hmm. we just, you know, I mean, obviously he knew he blew the competition. He's like, oh, man, Cody probably has 10 or 15 minutes or something. Mm hmm. And he's like, he's like, oh, we already know it's been given to you. And then she's like, Cody, you had a time of four minutes and 49 seconds, which you could tell he was even like more embarrassed by at that point. Yeah. (laughs) And oh my gosh, you talk about cringy, poor Enzo. I mean, he was pissed, Mm -hmm. Um, feeling just so bad for himself, bad about himself. Yeah. And it was one of the most awkward transactions of the entire seasons for me, just watching Cody mm. and Nicole watch him just beat himself up and give him no yeah. like hugs or assurance or yeah. anything. They just let him go on and on and on about how bad he was. And he was saying things like, oh, you know, I understand. I got third place. You just, you know, you guys go on. And they were just kind of awkwardly standing there. And it was very weird. It was uh-huh. just so bizarre.
2: Mm. Yep. Um,
0: so then we see Cody and Nicole talking in the bathroom. And she asks him if he's contemplating taking Enzo to the final two if he wins. And he's actually very upfront and honest with her. And says, you know, it's just part of the game. And mm-hmm. he asks her in return, well, aren't you? And she claims no. You know, that's that she's not close to Enzo. And um, that she would never do something like that. Mm-hmm. And that it's not crossed her mind at all, which is obviously a lie. Because it definitely did cross her mind. For yeah. sure. I mean... If she cut Ian, and Ian is apparently her bestie, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't she cut Cody for the half million?
2: Mm. You know,
0: I mean, she was already ruthless one time. Why wouldn't she do it again? Yeah. So then we actually see a segment where Nicole and Enzo are talking to each other in the kitchen about their chances being better with each other in the final two versus Mm. them. Yeah. And... Obviously, Enzo at this point is doing anything he can to swing her to keep him around because he knows that his back is against the wall. And obviously, he wasn't lying. I mean, Nicole taking Enzo. You know, obviously, she would have a way better chance with Enzo than she would with Cody. Mm -hmm. And so then we see the jury house. And they all guess who's joining them. And and they see Christmas. Okay, this is way in the back. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. Just so much happened. I got a little bit confused. Hmm. Uh, they see Christmas, and they talk about de- determining factors for picking the winner. And Devon talks about, you know, I'm looking at comp wins. I'm looking for strategic play. I'm, t- I'm looking for good jury management. And Ian, he says one of the best things, in my opinion. Ian talks about the goodbye messages and how he respects players better that own their game
2: mm-hmm.
0: and don't, you know, push responsibility off on other things. Yeah. And Kevin talks about Nicole and her passive play and how that kind of play kind of works for him and he understands it and he thought that that was good. mmm and um tyler tyler says you know Enzo is playing a better a better game than even he's giving himself credit for you know that he's just so lovable and no one you know even considered targeting him and they all kind of
2: mm-hmm. let
0: that thought settle upon them yeah and cody justifying himself for letting players go in his goodbye messages And apparently the jurors did not like that because it was Mm. almost like an excuse as to like why he had to do that. Yeah. Um, Whereas, you know, of course, Enzo, his messages were like, man, I'm sorry. That was what the rest of the house wanted. And, you know, of course, Tyler, he had some of the best goodbye messages because he talked about alliances and why and yeah. all that kind of stuff and just kind of gave them the truth. And I mm-hmm. think people, most people really can handle the truth and they respect the truth. And, you know, obviously if Tyler had been sitting in one of the final two seats, I think that would have been an interesting game. Mm-hmm. But obviously it was good because they got him out. Yeah. Um, They talk about how Cody is taking his game into his own hands versus playing for somebody else, which is the way he played the first time. And they really seem to respect that. Um, Mm -hmm. And they, again, they also talk about whoever cuts Cody at the end, they will have mad respect for them. And obviously we now know that Nicole and Cody are playing in the final, in part three of the final HOH. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So then they... They show that in the next segment. We come back from a commercial break and they play final, the part three in the final HOH competition. And this is called final exam. And again, I didn't write anything down about this part. I was pretty sucked in Mm -hmm. just trying to figure out the questions myself. But um, Cody got the first one, right. And Nicole got the first one wrong. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you got to give it to Cody because he was bam, bam, bam. He got every single question right, mm. and you got to give it to Nicole too because she did insanely well too. Yeah, she got the first one wrong, and but she got the rest right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But obviously, Cody he wins. You know the final H O H, and it was chaotic from there, and. Um, Nicole and Enzo are forced to make their final pitch to him Mm -hmm. and why they should take them over the other. And Cody, during all of this, is obviously in like emotional distress as they're both pitching to him because he's got final twos with both of them.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: this, of all things that he did, just competition-wise and everything, I really truly think this was probably the hardest decision he had to make yeah <coughs> was having to look both of your friends in the face and choose one over the other. I mean, obviously, it's a huge decision. It is a half a million dollar decision, and you have final twos with both of them. And um, oh, I'm sorry, let me go let me scooch back a little bit. So Nicole actually says in her speech, it was pretty quick. She says, Day one, hour one, they were each other's ride or dies. And if that she was in the same position as he was, she would not cut him and she would absolutely take him. Mm -hmm. And um, Enzo says, you know, he's done everything for Cody. And he's just done everything that they've wanted to do together as a team. And he asks him to let him sit with him in the final two. And both of their speeches... Definitely, you could feel the desperation in their voice. They both so badly wanted to be taken to the final two with Cody. Mm -hmm. And then Cody is forced to stand up and he has to face them. And he says they both played a great game all the way through and they worked hard and that this was a hard decision for him. And he actually apologizes and tells Nicole that he had the same final two deal with Enzo and that he has to evict her. As soon as he apologized to Nicole and said, you know, I've also had this final two deal with Enzo. I knew from there. I was like, oh, my God, he's actually going to take Enzo with him, <laughs> which is insane. I mean, I did not expect that whatsoever. Yeah, I true. I mean, if you've been listening to our podcast, I just did not see that one coming at all
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was by far the craziest thing of all things that have happened that was the most surprising thing that's happened yeah and of course Enzo hugs Cody you know she well let me first say Nicole and Enzo hug and Nicole hugs Cody but you can honestly tell she's just like in shock about everything she yeah. I mean, she must have felt the tides turning on her at some point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but I really think she she felt safe probably for most of the day. And towards the end, I don't think she felt very safe. And we can get a little bit more into that in a minute. But obviously, Enzo is just hugging Cody and he tells Cody how grateful he is for him and that. Oh, you're my guy. As Julie's, you know, prepping. Nicole for the exit interview Uh, and I think this is actually the first time we see Enzo cry mm -hmm. because he knows that he's walking away from Big Brother with at least something Yeah, and even during during this little um, break that they have you know he says things like oh you're going to blow me out of the water and Mm -hmm. you know oh you're going to win this man you know you got this now and it's hard to gauge if he really felt that way or if he was just or if it was still game from them
1: Mm, I think he I think he felt that I I think he just was I think in that moment he was being completely honest and just like appreciative of the fact that he got to go to final two and he had basically just handed him 50 grand yes so I think he was sincere yes I, I think after he had a little bit of time to you know let it sink in some He started like refocusing and you know, then he tried to actually think, Okay, well maybe I can shoot my shot, like he kept saying. But I think in that moment I think he felt it. So
0: Yeah, I mean, and you can obviously tell he was just you can just tell the gratitude from Enzo. He was so grateful and Mm
1: -hmm. I think
0: he absolutely should be because I just did not see that one coming
1: truly. I agree. That was one of the bigger if not maybe the biggest shock of this whole
2: season to me. I
1: can't, off the top of my head right now, I can't think of anything that didn't go the way that we expected it to go, you know, for a while beforehand.
0: I agree. I mean, this was definitely something that just jaw hit the floor. Like what? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So then we see Nicole and Julie in their interview Nicole is obviously very upset. She's crying uh, and she tells Judy, Judy, she tells Julie she was completely blindsided. Mm -hmm. And again, I know you've been listening to this podcast. I know that, you know, we were not fans at all of Nicole. Didn't think she played that great of a game. Mm -hmm. Think she floated all the way through. But in this moment. You can't help but to feel awful for her. I mean, mm-hmm. that girl thought she was getting at least second place, if not first. Yeah. And you can't help but just to feel terrible for her. I mean, she she thought she was going to be sitting in the final two, and then she mm-hmm. didn't. So, yeah, it was, it was hard to see her like that, even though I don't like her. N- yeah. Not even a little bit. I really yeah. don't like Nicole at all. But to see her like that, it was... yeah. It was sad. It truly mm-hmm. was. Um, Nicole says that she thinks that Cody kept Enzo over her because he thought that maybe he would be easier to beat or he was closer to him or she's just like, I'm not sure. And, you know, then Julie says, well, are you mad? And Nicole claims that she's not mad, but she says something. She says but Cody's got guts or something mm. like that. She says yeah. some, and she says that a couple times
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the interview that I think in a weird way, she, she was obviously very blindsided and upset, but I think at the same time as a game player, I think she was like, wow, I also really respect that too.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, Nicole says that she knew something was up With Cody when he kept getting every single answer right in the final HOH competition and I'm sure that's when she knew that the gears were shifting for him
1: I wonder if if they had a conversation about him throwing it that we didn't see on tv I'm sure and and you know she was like you know if you throw this and you don't have to get any blood on your hands kind of thing and then when he she agreed yeah and he agreed and then when she realized he wasn't doing it she probably because she was crying on the block be, well before he made his decision and I kind of think that she knew it was coming and endos Enzo seemed so chill yes uh, you know I mean he 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 gave a passionate speech and you know it's like please you know yeah please but I think that I don't know I just I kind of thinking back on it and looking at it I think Bet you that that's what happened because she said the way she said it in her interview made it sound like he kind of had like agreed and she was like, why are you not throwing this comp? You know. Yes,
0: I think that I you hit the nail on the head completely there. I, I really think that's what happened, too. I think in that moment when she realized he was not throwing it, mm-hmm. that she was done. <coughs> and yeah, that's pretty awful. I mean. But to be completely fair and to be completely honest, I would never, 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 never. If I was that close to half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I know we've talked about this, but I mean, I could be sitting next to Jason, who is my spouse, and I would not even feel comfortable throwing that competition. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, truly, like you would have to be up against, you know, your actual partner or your mom or your actual best friend of like a decade or something like that. To completely trust them that much, just somebody that you've spent the last 80 days with or however long it's been. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't trust you to take me. I got to win it for myself, especially if I am that close. Mm. So, and she had to have known that. She had to have known you throw the competition and he's like, oh yeah. Like, no, that was not going to happen. So if she fell for, if she really did, no girl, mm mm-mm. That was stupid. So, um, okay. And so Nicole says, okay, we already talked about the final HOH. And so then Julie asks her um, how she thinks she got to the finale. And mm-hmm. she didn't ask it savagely, but I think there was like an underhanded, like, yeah, you know, like, how do you think you got this far? And Nicole says that her strategy was to lay low and that with this being all stars, she knew there was going to be a lot of copies and big personalities that were going to just take shots at each other. And her plan was to lay low the entire time. Mm-hmm. And that's what she planned to do is just let everybody attack each other while she was kind of fading into the background. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. So after that, their, their interview ends and we get a commercial break and Julie comes back with the jurors mm-hmm. and they're all sitting there waiting and um, she says, on who do you think is going to come through the door? And she guesses Nicole and sure enough, Nicole walks through the door and everybody was like, wow, because I don't even think they really saw that situation coming
2: Hmm.
0: and so then the jury questions both Enzo and Cody and I didn't want to sit there and write every single thing down that was asked but I feel like the questions were valid questions and I also think that Cody and Enzo did very well both of them did um more so than I thought, especially, and I don't mean this mean with Enzo. Mm-hmm. I know that the production people and everybody likes to say that Cody's stupid. Yeah. But he has proven to me time and time again, it's either a complete act or it's just the way they edit him. Yeah. I don't believe he's stupid. I actually think Cody is a very smart man. Mm-hmm. And they both did such a good job of answering questions and at first you know you can see that Enzo and Cody are starting off fairly friendly to one another and they're like oh not to knock this guy you know that's sitting next to me but I did this that and the other but as the but as the questions progressed it never got aggressive it never got you know throw down Mm -hmm. cut throat I'm gonna kill you type thing at all not even a little bit Mm -hmm. but you could tell both of them got more in the zone about why they played such a good game. Yeah. And you could just tell when you're so close that you can basically taste that half million dollars. Then all of a sudden your shot goes from one in 16 to 50, 50 Mm -hmm. that I can get that half million dollars. And all I got to do at this point is tell people why I deserve the half mil.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they they both did a really good job and I gotta hand it to both of them. They were both very composed. They both did well. Um so before all of this started, after that segment, during the commercial break, Jason and I were talking about it a little bit. Do you want to talk about your predictions?
1: Mm, yeah, I I was pretty confident that uh Davon, Kevin. And Nicole, at least, would vote for Enzo.
0: Yeah, I agreed. Like, I thought... Oh, like I, I would
1: actually probably bet some money on that.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, with with Davon, Davon has obviously... She just had that bitter jury vibe from the get-go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cody... Or not Cody. Kevin just didn't like Cody flat out. Yeah. And then, after... Nicole was blindsided by Cody. She was up in her feels. I mean, yeah, she was trying to be mature and she was, you know, she had all the cameras on her, but I mean, yeah, she was hurt. You could just, you could just tell. And how could you Mm. not be? So she had to basically decide, am I going to be a bitter jury juror? Or am I going to vote for the best player? Yeah. And, So I agreed with everybody. I agreed with all of his predictions between um, Davon, Kevin, and Nicole. And then I said, I really don't know how David's going to vote because he's been such Mm. a wild card the entire season. Yeah. So I was like, I'm really not sure how the the vote is going to fall with him. But, man, this is probably going to be insanely close, like even more so than we thought. And just one more thing I wanted to mention. While Enzo was talking about, his strategy in the game and kind of how he was riding Cody's coattails, so to speak, you can just see Cody's face just kind of sink (laughs) because again, he picked Derek in season 16 to go all the way with him to the end. Yeah. And it cost him $500,000 in the very end. So you can just tell like Cody's nerves are through the roof because this might be deja vu of, you know, a moment that, He does not want to relive, especially Mm -hmm. after working so hard to get as far as he did. So, okay. Okay. So back. So then they get a chance to say their final speeches. We come back from the commercials and Enzo goes first. And of course, Enzo, he's such a delight. He's so animated. (laughs) Delight. He is. um, He has everybody laughing. Everybody Mm -hmm. loves him. And again, he talks about writing Cody's coattails and his back as his strategy. And of course, during all this, he admits that Cody is a comp beast. And he asked them, please vote for me and thank you. Like he was just, he was all over the place. I mean, he was so out there. Just, (laughs) he really was truly just being himself. Yeah. And just kind of pleading with everybody. And, um, Cody, he was obviously much more focused and it was kind of hard to tell if he was mad at this point. I think maybe there was a part of him that was mad just by the way that Enzo was phrasing the way he was talking about Cody.
1: Yeah, I I think so. I think he was being a little bit, um, I don't know, big headed about it and a little bit too intentional, especially given the fact that, you know, four minutes before that, Cody, you know, Dragged him over the finish line, basically. And like I told you before, like he should have phrased it differently rather than saying used. You know, he said, it, I can't remember how I worded it myself. Something like, you know, I knew I was going to need Cody's help. So I aligned yeah, with him. used him. him. Yeah. But well,
0: he was saying used. I know. And that's used I'm is saying. such a.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's got a negative, negative connotation yes. to it. So yeah. Like I would have said, I knew I needed his help. So I latched onto him and, you know, I. I worked with him to get him to do the the hard stuff that I couldn't do, you know. He could have been a little bit more humble about it, I guess, and I think it I don't know if it would have changed anything. Who knows? I kind of feel like, you know, Cody just had it in the bag to be completely honest. I think I think the only way Cody wasn't going to win this is if if freaking Nicole had made him the same move that he made against her, if she yes. had won and knocked him out.
0: Yes. Yeah, if she would have decided to take Enzo. That would have been such a wild ending. But obviously, we know that did not happen. Yeah. So Cody in his speech was just much more. Um, he wasn't aggressive, but he was very straightforward and serious. And especially after following Enzo's kind of <laughs> antics, and yeah, he said, you know, well, you did sit on the block when I was the hoh. Mm-hmm. You did sit on the block. I did not sit on the block, and he kind of corrects that. Yeah, and he talks about how he played such a well-rounded game, and he did this did great comp wins. He had a good strategy, et cetera, et cetera. And he didn't really dwell on and on about it, but he did let everybody know he deserved the the big win. Yeah. So, and again, just during all of this, I was just thinking the entire time, I'm like, wow, this does not feel as rushed as it normally does. And I'm really grateful for that because I really feel like they actually had an opportunity to say everything they wanted to say. And I thought it was really good. Yeah. So then the voting happens and everybody votes the way they're going to vote. And then... Julie says, okay, well, we're going to come back and we're going to talk to the first five evicted house guests and bring the jurors together and the final two together. And then we're all going to hear feedback from them. Mm -hmm. So Kaser's actually first up. Kaser talks about how Cody had a huge advantage being the first HOH and how he had that advantage immediately to getting people on his side and that, and obviously, he didn't coast through the game. He was a great player. He won comps. He got his hands dirty. He did everything he was supposed to. But basically, securing that first HOH for him was huge
2: uh-huh. because
0: all of those things, he got people on his side right away. And that was really, really great for his gameplay.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And of course, then Julie asked Tyler about the slick six. And asking him if he thought it was a real alliance and and how he said how it could have been great, but no one really trusted each other. Mm -hmm. So it got shot down pretty quickly. Yeah. And then she talks to Bailey about the Slick Six and Bailey says that her and Davon were a real team. They were real goals, but that the the Slick Six should have never existed. Mm hmm. And, um, that she was basically skeptical of Danny and Tyler the entire time. And she never fully trusted either one of them. Yeah. And, uh, Julie asked Kevin, she says, what's your biggest regret? And Kevin says, obviously other than winning competitions, he says, my biggest regret was not having the power to face the bigger alliance with Janelle and Kaser, Mm -hmm. which, oh my gosh, I think that would have actually made for a much (laughs) More interesting season had Kayser and Janelle not gone so quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: And apparently she turns and she talks to Janelle. And at one point, early, early on in the game, Janelle wrote down that she wanted to actually target both Cody and Enzo. Mm -hmm. And apparently this was picked up by a producer or Mm. somebody that could actually vouch for her which is crazy because she was very insightful about, man, if these guys don't get on the block, they're going all the way, Mm. which is obviously exactly what they did. So she had the insight and she could have really done something had she not gone so early on and had more people on her side.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And then they talk about, Um, Julie asks, you know, Memphis, what was the biggest shock of the game? And that's when he talks about the triple eviction and how that was definitely, you know, it's never been done before. And it was just the most wild thing that happened. Yeah. And they turn to Danny and they ask her about the triple eviction. And she says that she was more blindsided by actually leaving the house than actually being in the triple eviction because mm-hmm. they had so many clues that was it was going to be a triple eviction. But she's like, it was a horrible idea to so whoever thought about it, and I hope y'all never do that again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And honestly, I really do believe that was kind of the nail in the coffin. Obviously, it was, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it was obviously the final nail in the coffin for Danny. but I don't know. She was... I think she actually could have been sneaky enough to try to get people on her side Mm. and had it not gone down the way it did, you know, Nicole may or may not have survived, Mm. uh, you know, the next time if it was her versus Nicole, Mm -hmm. because I think Danny was, would be more likely to swindle deals and, you know, do things differently. Yeah. So, um, And then Keisha, Keisha was the last one who spoke and Julie says, well, what was the biggest surprise for you? And Keisha says that her biggest surprise was that Cody didn't even know her name. (laughs) And I actually do remember that briefly that I was like, oh, that was kind of mean to say Mm -hmm. on, on Cody's end. And of course then Cody, he's, just looking like oh my gosh just you can tell he's embarrassed and he says <laughs> he cl- he's like oh i was just being facetious and i'm like really so you don't know what ripe is but you know what <laughs> facetious is yeah i'm like there's just no way there's mm-hmm. no way so again i think part of him truly was playing dumb i do he didn't talk about it as part of his strategy yeah but i do believe that was part of his game to play dumb and mm-hmm. say dumb things so people underestimated him. Yeah. And and again, maybe he really is dumb at some things, I don't know, but in all the competitions and everything, he really proved worthy. He Yeah. He proved worthy physically, mentally, everything. He did such a good job truly from start to finish. He's a great player. So then Julie's like, okay, well, we'll come back and we'll reveal the votes. So she starts pulling the keys and my heart is racing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is it. So she pulls Ian's key first and Ian votes for Cody to win. Then she pulls Devon's key and Devon has voted for Cody to win. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. I can't believe that. And then she pulls Kevin's key and Kevin also votes for Cody yeah. Yeah, And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, he's got three votes. Like, wow, I didn't expect either Davon or Kevin to vote for him. Mm. And then she pulls David's key and David's key is also for Cody. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is huge. Like, yeah, I was like, this is going to be crazy. Because then at that point, like I was like, the only person who probably didn't vote for Cody to win is Nicole. Yeah. And then she pulls. um. Did I already say she pulled David's key? I don't know. You did. But she, yes. Okay, so pulled David's key, Cody. And then she pulls Danny's key, and it's Cody. And, of course, we knew that that Danny voted for Cody. And so she says, congratulations, Cody. You are the winner of Big Brother. And, you know, he just jumps up, and him and Enzo give each other a hug. And they walk out. Because, you know, usually we don't see, we see them walk out the Big Brother door, but we don't see them walk out from yeah. the big brother door, apparently there's like almost like a small hallway. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Jason and I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Like it's actually a lot longer than I thought it would be. Cause you know, I just That's thought it was a little said. boop. <laughs> 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 you nasty. I'm sorry. But it really was. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I, I thought it was just a little boop. Yeah. Boop. But no, it's like an actual little hallway. Mm -hmm. So Cody comes out. Cody gets the confetti. And of course, there's no live audience this season. So it's just um, Cody and Enzo and the jurors. Yeah. And then we've got the five evicted house guests on the screen Mm -hmm. and Cody's family on the screen. And it was just so weird because usually, you know, when you walk out of the Big Brother house, the first person who hugs you is like your mom or your spouse or your mm-hmm. child or whatever. it was just weird. It was weird to see him embrace. I mean, of course they embrace the house guests too. Like it's a yeah. game. It's, it's almost like a sport. So everybody congratulates one another. Um, but yeah, it was just weird to just, you know, not see his mom like first in line or his girl first in line.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, they come back, you know, we take a commercial break. They're hugging, the confetti's flying everywhere. It's a big deal. So we come back from commercial break and Julie reveals that every single juror voted for Cody to win Big Brother and we have not seen that happen. Well, I guess it's only happened one other time,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: was in season 10 between um between Dan and Memphis, Memphis which mm-hmm. is weird because Memphis was there. Yeah. And it was crazy because this is a fun little side note. Jason and I kind of binge watched Big Brother season 10. It just so happened to be the one we binge watched together. And it was a great season.
1: Mm-hmm. It had
0: Keisha. It had Memphis. Obviously, Dan. Yeah. So. Um,
1: Nine to Nothing.
0: Nine to nothing. Thank you. Nine to nothing. Cody wins. And in my opinion, he just obviously deserved it 100%. Yeah. Definitely deserved the big win on this one. So, um, America's favorite player. The top two votes were apparently for Tyler and Devon. And Devon ended up winning the $25,000 prize. And I'm not trying to be salty and I'm not trying to get into it, but I kind of find that hard to believe that Enzo was not yeah. at least Talk top to. yeah. two. Like, yeah. it really is hard for me to believe that. Like, and and again, I wanted, and the reason that I thought this was for more than one reason, and I'll just go ahead and say everything that I want to say here. Um. So in the very beginning of, The season, Christmas, won $10,000 for a competition super early on. It was like week one or two or something like that. And I actually kind of had fear. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, people are going to hold this over her head because, you know, sometimes that's happened in season past. Like, okay, well, they've already won something. David won the $10,000 in the OTEV Mm -hmm. competition. Um, Tyler and... Danny Danny split, split. the $10,000 for the golf veto they played.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nicole gave Davon $5,000 in return for the wearing yeah. the Slopitard costume, which was so generous and so nice, even though I don't like Nicole. But I think it was for her to kind of just, it was like yeah. kind of a good faith move for mm-hmm. her. Like, oh, if you scratch, you know, I'll scratch your back if you keep scratching mine. Yeah. And, um, Nicole got $10,000 for winning the BB comics competition. Yeah. And then obviously we see Enzo get second place for $50,000 and then Cody wins the half mil. So I mean all of like the top players kind of won something. Yeah. And I don't think that's, big coincidence to be completely Mm. honest because when truly when you break it down that way and you think about it everybody wants something yeah and i'm like hmm that's a little fishy to me that literally every single person won something yeah and they claimed that bb comics was random Mm -hmm. with nicole but i don't know
1: yeah, there's, you know, that's way beyond the scope of what this episode's about. So maybe we can, maybe we can have another episode or go into Skeptical this. Skeptical
0: big brother. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of <laughs> stuff about it that I definitely could point to as, as
2: rigged rigged
1: and problematic and and just, you know, crap. But for what it's worth, you know. I, it was fun. Yeah, I I. I was more blown away by this episode than I thought I was going to be. It it definitely like, I mean, if if Cody had stuck in and stuck it out with Nicole and gone, it would have been seriously insanely boring. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any, you know, producers whispering stuff in their ears behind the scenes saying, hey, we need a little bit of a, you know. Excitement spike here. You know, yeah. so, somebody do something and, mm-hmm. and, you know, they they kind of whisper things I don't know but again you know if you want to talk about that in another another day another time a bonus episode or something I'm you know we can spend two hours talking about big brother <laughs> conspiracy theories or whatever for but,
0: real but, and I and <clears throat> like you said that's not what this is about but I did want to point that out for everybody who's yeah. listening that I think everybody should have a healthy amount of skepticism and again this is tv you know, is reality TV staged? I have no idea. And again, maybe we can do a deep dive into that. But what we're for sure going to do a deep dive into, we are going to have at least one more episode that's we're either going to put up tomorrow or on Friday about everything that we think that CBS could do differently or things or ideas we have about twists. And I know we've kind of been teasing that a little bit, but mm-hmm. we're still getting everything together for it. And we've got some fun things to kind of work through and talk about. And like I said, just in case in the off chance, somebody from CBS is listening to this. We've got some ideas for free, take it (laughs) or leave, take it or leave it. Um, But again, this season, it was, it was a little dry for the majority of it. Sorry, CBS. It's, true and obviously if you're sitting here listening to this podcast as a Big Brother fan I think you'll agree there have been so many other seasons that have just been so much juicier in so many other ways and this was not the best one yeah but at the at the end I gotta say you know him taking Enzo over Nicole really was a shock for both of us yeah
1: and for whatever reason that happened I am glad that it did because Uh, Again, it made this episode, at least the finale, at least have some kind of like shock factor, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, for something like this, like, you know, I kind of just feel like that's the essence of a show, you know, like the, like, like Megan mentioned, we watched season 10 and we watched, you didn't really, you didn't really explain it, but we, we found somebody that had edited together like the whole season in like two and a half hours. So it was a really short and sweet all the highlights of it or whatever basically and yeah it was just, like
0: three hours
1: yeah so we watched it really quickly we didn't you know watch the entire every second of it
0: but it was so much better yeah there's <laughs> just,
1: there was just so much more drama and, and attitudes and friction and stuff and people were
0: they weren't afraid back then to kind of just say yeah. what they wanted to say like I feel like Big Brother has almost become too polite, where people don't want to. It,
1: it is, and I, and to be honest, and this again, this is something that we can talk about in another episode, if you know, if we have another side episode. But I, I just, it's too PC now. Like everybody's just scared to say things and do stuff and hurt feelings, and you know, potentially say something that's going to offend some idiot somewhere in the world, <laughs> know. you know, in the country. I, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's just how it is. It's just it's boring. People are just scared to do anything. That's going to make them look even slightly off putting to anybody, you know?
0: I know. And it's such a shame because I think that was one of the more, that's the big brother that I fell in love with was nitty gritty. It was characters like Dr. Will and evil Dick and, you know, just characters like that, that didn't always play by the rules and like just characters. You love to hate more than anything else. Like they just kind of fuel something in you and, Mm -hmm. I don't know i I think a character like that is always I mean, to be fair, I think Danny was if there was any villain this season, it was Danny, yeah, but she was a villain i I couldn't even call her a real villain, she really wasn't, but if mm-hmm. if I had to pick one, yeah who she she thought she was being the puppet master pulling yeah. strings behind the scene, she wasn't, yeah, um maybe to an extent, but not really, but yeah. Again, it was, it was so fun. I just want to thank all our listeners out there (laughs) before we get too long winded. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much for joining us three, four times a week to sit down and talk about Big Brother and just be awesome fans with us and listen to our jibber jabber. And like I said, I just had so much fun doing this podcast Mm -hmm. and I just really appreciate everybody who took the time to listen and enjoy and fire up their own big brother minds yeah (laughs) so all right everybody please join us at least one more time for another episode as we talk about all the juicy things we think cbs can do Mm -hmm. i mean obviously they announced there's going to be a season 23 they've been renewed yeah Um, which is shocking because I can't imagine the ratings this year were that great for them, but Mm -hmm. they are signed on for another season and who knows, maybe we'll do a podcast for Big Brother 23. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, okay, everybody, thanks again for listening and we will talk to you for our final, final episode. Yep. All right, everybody. Take care. Yep. Goodbye. Bye.